Welcome to Dig It. This is the speaker. I'm here with my two lovely ladies, the Sharp Edge and Corey Lynn of Corey's Digs. How are you guys doing? I'm here, so that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> doing pretty good. I think we all got our naps in today, except for Edge. Mm. We, we <laughs> had to like postpone recording. It's been crazy. So, but we always manage to work it out, ladies. Yep, um, we do. Yep. I hope all of you at home are having a beautiful day. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna change it up a little bit today. Uh, we're gonna talk about a few subjects and then give our predictions and our theories on it. Apart from just going straight into news, but we might cover a little bit of that as well. Um, we're going. The first one uh, thing we're going to talk about is uh, cuties, the movie that's just dropped because it seems to be all over social media at the moment. Um, and what? What do you girls see as the future of some of these streaming services if they're going to keep pushing this sort of content? I think they're going to tank. I mean, it's, it's, it, first off, it's disgusting just looking at the left, how they're, how they're trying to make it seem like we are right-wing agitators and conspiracy theorists. I mean, we're talking about pedophilia you know what's interesting is after that I went in and I was I was googling some some older you know like remember in 2018 when they arrested 2300 and so I was going in and looking at that and I was going to pull up numbers and I want to say I searched something like uh what how many child traffickers were arrested in 2020 or something to that effect and all you have on the whole first page of google are left-wing fact-checking headlines that right-wingers have exaggerated the numbers of arrests. Not, wow, look at all these arrests, look at all these child traffickers, look at all these pedophiles. We have a serious epidemic problem here. But trying to discount us, that was their goal. It's disgusting. When, 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 so this will pop, when is being against child sexualization, being against pedophilia, and mm -hmm. being uh, against this uh, not just this sort of content, but this sort of actions um, become a right-wing thing. Right? Mm, good it's good a, question. It's one thing that we all seem, most of us anyways, on left and right, seem to be on the same page with, but... I, right. I, I, I actually um, commented on a person that has their pronouns in their bio on Twitter today, and I never thought I would, and I never thought I would agree with a person like that. But they were there slandering that movie. So yeah. man, that, that helped build some bridges. Like I, that was my comment. I was like, geez, I never thought I would agree with someone that has, has that in their pronouns. And but, this, this crap about, oh, it's about coming of age. No, it's not. The, the, these, they're doing crotch shots, and crotch shots and booty slams. And, and then but these girls are four 11-year-olds. Yeah. It, it's, it is beyond Yes, it is beyond. It's just unbelievable what Netflix has done. And they are tanking. I mean, uh, the, the day of the, their premiere, you know, they, the stock market uh, for Netflix tanked. Everybody has been canceling their subscriptions and uh, selling off stock. I'm sure, uh, Speaker, you probably have a little bit more to say on that. Yeah, I've been on that all morning in my stock trade. It, it, it's actually real like I did a small, a small thread on it. Um, it. It's actually real surprising to me because traders 
are not really the most moral bunch of people. Let's just be honest. I mean, mm-hmm. they they see dips and you know they really try to capitalize on those sort of things. And I'm sure big companies and stuff will, uh, because because it was a dip of four percent today, which is massive in a day drop. So that that they lost twenty bucks today off the top. Mm. Um, but on on so I'm I'm on this site called Stock Tweets, which is sort of like Twitter but for stocks. Um, and so some of the messages I was seeing of people just just dumping all this stuff uh, on on a moral basis, yeah, more, more than a money basis, and that was that's really, how really bad good. it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is this is not an exaggeration. Anyone who you know, most people can't even get through these video clips. It's it's bad, right? Um, like and, I, and- I, I can't get through them. I'm like, oh, I feel like really bad even watching the you know preview for uh-huh. this. Right. Well, see, they, they, first they tried to first they tried to push that, uh, you know, it was the advertising that was wrong, and it was the advertising that was, got people, and that's all it was, right? Right, or, just their poster. And then the movies come out, and it's ten times worse than what we thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It yeah. it really is. Like some of the things they do. I mean, uh, there, there was a list someone made up. He didn't want to put the clips on, but um, he was saying that. You know, there were. There's this one bit where these where these kids were trying webcam porn. Uh, there was a, these pictures where they're taking selfies of their private areas and putting it up on the thing. Uh, there was one bit where a girl finds finds a used condom, blows it up. Wow! Like all all, all these things are in this. Movie. A lot of these clips haven't been showed on social media. I'm glad they haven't. But there's been a synopsis written of of some of the stuff they do. I mean, there's this one bit where these four girls are trying to get into this show and the security guard's not letting him in and then they start twerking for him and then he's just staring at them and then he lets them in. Oh so it's all, it's, all, it's all things like that, that. Well, actually, he didn't let them in. They ended up, um, they laughed. But, but yeah, it was, that was pretty disgusting. I watched that clip. Hmm. Wow. I think that what we can see and expect for the future on this, if you want a prediction, is that if this stuff keeps getting pushed on us, we're going to be pushing back. And um, people are sick of this, and they're more aware of this kind of stuff now than I, in my lifetime, have ever seen before. What do you guys think? Absolutely, I think we're already seeing push, but we've been seeing that over the last few years. Getting you know YouTube channels taken down. There's been tons of um, arrests of taken down like back page and various porn sites. Um, just this morning I saw there was a tweet on an organization out of the UK where they're talking about, well, he had a picture on there. Did you guys see that? Of masks for children. And they literally had like cartoon penises all over it. I'm not joking. Jeez. Yeah. And then, you know, the recent law in California, which I haven't even read over the fine print on that one yet with the whole sex offender registry and age deal. And so they, they've been pushing for this. We've all, we've been warning about this for years, that this is the direction they're going to push in to try to normalize it. Yeah. And uh, I think they're going to see a lot of, a lot of fight on this. Um, and I, it's, it's no surprise to me uh, that not one person in Hollywood has spoke out about this at the moment. At the moment, it's, it's either, you, you, um, uh, independent journalists or internet personalities like ourselves or these, you know, these 
relatively small compared to the, you know, majority of high high ranking people going for spreading this message. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the thing that's most disturbing is I half mean, of them are involved. I mean, exactly, right? yeah, I mean, look at Kevin Spacey, who's back in the news again. So, you know, they're terrified of, of, of coming out and talking about this because a lot of them have skeletons in their closet. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's, it's no surprise. That, I mean, Hollywood was, Hollywood and the mainstream leftist mainstream media were, was, was the first to champion it. Oh no, it's just the advertisements. Do you know what I mean? They, they were the first right. to say, oh, it's, a, it's such a beautiful movie. Yeah. Right? Where it's, a girl defies her mother and her family and follows along to music videos from the wonderful entertainment industry and mimics them, basically humping the ground and feeling their private areas on a stage for people. Mm-hmm. And, and it's beautiful. And on a bigger picture, perspective i think just in general hollywood is going to continue to tank because of they're they're in the same boat i mean they they've all been doing stuff behind the scenes uh that they would just die if we knew if we knew everything they've been up to so and it's just a lot of it's coming out to light and you know people are waking up to the fact that hollywood is just really has this really seedy dark underbelly uh and kids and child stars are are tossed around like candy it's it's sad a lot of them have spoken up and what's this new thing i think isn't the oscars tonight this is Thursday, but isn't that, isn't the Oscars tonight or something? I saw something, I forget what, what it was called. Like it wasn't, was it gender-based? I don't know. Some new weird rules with the Oscars. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. In 2024, I believe it takes place, but they have to have, they won't be considered for an Oscar nominee. Pictures won't be considered for an Oscar nomination unless they have uh, they representative, uh, diversity or something to that effect. Something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it, so, so it will no longer be the best movie. It would be the most socially acceptable movie. <laughs> right. So, well, that's exactly what it is. I mean, we, you, you've got some reviews from people here from the Telegraph coming back to this cuties thing. Uh, I mean, the headline of this, and they've got ratio to all hell, is cuties designed to push buttons has pissed off all the right people. Right. And my mm. comment to that was, you mean it's pissed off people that are not for sexualizing children and people that have morals and care about child exploitation, then yes, it has, right? Yeah. And so it should have. Because the, the way they've tried to disguise this, and that's exactly what they've done, is they've tried to disguise this as, see, this is what's happening in our society. We're going to make a movie about it to show people how bad it is. Yet they do exactly the same thing, if not worse, and they provide more content for the people that find this sexually appealing. Yeah, it's soft child porn is what it is. It, yeah, it 100% is. Yeah. Right, and it's, it's like, forget the moral panic. So this is another, forget the moral panic. Netflix controversial French import is disturbing and risque because that's exactly what it aims to be. Right? Yeah. It, it's, 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 it's just simply an excuse, so don't fall for that bullshit. It simply is an excuse to push this sort of content. 
or this sort of viewership. I mean, you had to have a whole group of studio executive filmers, uh, directors that have sat down and taught those four girls exactly what to do here. Right. right. There's a whole studio behind this. So there was people oh, yeah. that actually had to teach these girls how to twerk, how to shirk their ass, where exactly to put their hands, how to exactly open their mouth. There was a right. whole production around this shit. Yep. And it's disgusting. It's it's just beyond disgusting. I mean, the, the, the only good thing you can take from this is maybe it is actually waking up a few other people on the other side. Oh, I would agree. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I do think it's probably waking up quite a quite a few people. Mm. So what so, other uh, predictions do we have in store? Mm, well, well, uh, well, let's talk about uh, are vaccines coming to the US and mm -hmm. will there be another virus? Mm hmm. Chuck this one over to you first, Kai. Yeah. You <laughs> well, <clears throat> I know I'm going to shock everyone when I say this, but I do not feel them coming to the U.S. Um, and that's more my intuition talking. Um, obviously, I've been tracking this very closely. I've reported on it quite a bit. And by vaccines, I'm talking. We're talking specifically the you know vaccine for COVID. Um. I did a report a while back on the battle between, I called it Team Trump and Team Gates over the vaccination. And I showed the timeline and the back and forth and what they're all vying for. And we know that there's 170 countries involved that represent 70% of the global population in this wonderful COVAX group that Trump you know, will not be a part of, the U.S. is not a part of it, which is essentially Gavi, which is Gates, Seppi, which is Gates, and the WHO. Uh, we know that Trump dumped the WHO. We know he's been pushing therapeutics. But more so than that, the FDA would have to approve it. And yes, there are still some swamp creatures in the FDA. But there's never been a, a vaccine produced for a virus. They've never been able to accomplish that. And there's going to be no long-term studies or clinical trials on this to see repercussions. And you just posted Edge this morning. Now that was on, um, which one was that on? The therapeutic? AstraZeneca is doing human trials in the UK, I believe is where this has happened. And uh, they had to pause their human trials. And the reason we found out is because one of the volunteers of this trial has transverse myelitis, which is can be triggered by vaccines. And it's a debilitating illness. It affects your spinal cord and it can cause paralysis. And yeah. 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 And, and that's just, so that's like a therapeutic. That's not the vaccines they're working on, but I just feel like I've felt like this the whole time this has been going on, even though Trump talks about a vaccine all the time, I still feel in my gut that we're not going to get a vaccine approved over here, that it's, it's going to be therapeutics and that that which are already in play and we've seen a lot more states now speak out and say hey you know hcq hydroxychloroquine is fine but i think we're going to start to see more data emerge 
from the CDC. Um, you know, more, more information service, uh, surfacing. Even the New York Times published an article sometime, I think, within the last week talking about how the, like, the viral load in these tests is too high. And so it's picking up other things and it's making it seem as though they have COVID-19, but it could just be a mild strain of coronavirus and the smaller percentage of people even have symptoms and maybe we need to tweak these tests a little bit. So we're seeing all this information come out and I think that's gonna continue. And if we could just get the damn mayors and governors to stop with the mask bullshit that would be in line with all this data coming out, I think we'd be in a good position. And I think we're gonna see a drastic change on this front after the election. I hope so, but I'm not as, as optimistic as you. <laughs> Actually, no. no, I think the vaccine is going to be here in the U.S. Um, you know, the CDC told the states, notified the states just recently that um, a COVID va- they need to be prepared for a COVID vaccine distribution by November 1st, which is two days before the election. Yeah. And I don't think, I think that's way off the mark. I don't think they'll be ready by then, but you know, um, I, I, I can see that I don't see like a federal mandate or anything like that. Um, I do see states trying to show some pull. Um, I know that just a, a week or two ago, people were, uh, protesting in Boston, uh, it was a huge protest against mandatory flu shots for all students. So, um, it looks like they're kind of trying to prep people for some kind of mandate in certain areas. And really, it's up to us to fight back on that, protest that, and vote these people out in these Democrat-run cities and states. But I do think that the schools and possibly even government employees, you know, uh, it's possible that they could try to mandate it in certain areas. And that does concern me. I mean, uh, you know, I, I would not be living in an area where or letting my kids go to school if that was a requirement, a COVID-19 vaccine. Nope. Well, let me, let me just throw this in real quick. <clears throat> what I feel is a complete dragging out. They're dragging this out. Just like if we quarantine for 15 days, that's all we need. And then we're going to beat the curve. That's all we need. And now here we are. We're still doing the mask. We're still doing social distancing. We're still doing all the bullshit. It's a drag out to meet other motives. And it's the same thing with AIDS. For decades, they have been saying they are raising funds because they're so close to having a vaccine for AIDS. And it's been bullshit for decades. They've never come up with one because they can't, because that's a whole other story. But same thing with the virus. They've never come up with one because they can't. So I don't know. I just, I just feel like this is a drag out to carry out other motives. Mm. You may be right there. You may be onto something there, Corey. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. I hope I'm right. Not to say that they're not going to make up some crap and say, oh, we've got one and we're going to go to Africa with it. Yep. Yep. Well, it, it, it's, it's surprising how many people have become anti-vax now since Trump wrote that out. I find that really funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't trust the vaccine that Trump's pushing. Right. Because right. 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 Kamala came out and, and 
made a statement about that. So yeah, all, all of a sudden, <laughs> everybody switches sides. No, we're against vaccines because it's a Trump vaccine now. So right, right, exactly that. Mm. Of course, he One can't do anything game. right. So it's funny. That it's it's a good segue on November, November. What's going to happen, ladies? Wait, we didn't get into a second virus yet, though. Oh, we oh. didn't get into a second virus. Sorry. <laughs> what do you What do you think on back. that speaker? A second virus. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of talk about that. A lot of people are suggesting there's going to be a whole second virus. This one's just in preparation. The next one's going to be real or worse, or you know. I I, I think that could be a lot of fear mongering too. I mean. Uh, for what what evidence do we see of a second virus there? Well, I, I agree that there is a lot of fear mongering, but there may also be some testing the waters by these evil psychopaths that are doing this kind of thing. But uh, to to try to release something else, um, I I don't know that for a fact, but I've seen some reports of you know plague on the west coast, things like that. So. I feel like, feel like they're either testing the waters with an actual second virus or they're really just disseminating, disseminating disinformation uh, to just raise the fear levels, you know, because it's really, it, that's really all this is about is fear, is controlling people through fear, whether it's a real or imagined source that's causing the fear, doesn't matter. And, and yeah. it's worked on so many levels for, for a lot of people. I mean, mm-hmm. the mass Nazis now are just unbelievable, dude. And it's like, are they ever going to take it off? It's oh, yeah. Like it's like toxic fear. Toxic mm. fear. Yeah, I don't, I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling a second virus either. Um, if anything is suggested out there, like, oh, we've got another measles outbreak or we've got some massive flu outbreak or who knows what they're going to pull out. They're, they've already, you know, what was it about a year and a half ago, they pulled out the whole measles outbreak, trying to blow that up into something bigger it was. It was like less than a thousand people, for God's sakes. So I, I think if we do hear anything on that front, it's going to be very hoaxy. Um, I don't think that there is some lethal virus coming our way. I don't feel that intuitively and i don't uh see any definitive signs of that so i think that i think that um some people are getting themselves like worked up and stressed out and maybe take a breath take a step back i'm not saying it couldn't happen someday but why stress yourself over something like that when we have you know, no, nothing's pointing to that right now. I mean, they've got it so good with COVID dragging this out. Why bring a second one on? Yeah, they've got a lot of, a lot of people locked down mentally with this, yeah. this, this one already. It makes me angry. It does. It's very cruel. It does. So we'll segue this and I'll also ask this question. Um, one, will Trump win in November? And how do you think he's going to manage that? And two, if he does win in November, do you think this virus is going to magically just dissipate? (laughs) Definitely a thousand percent (laughs) Trump is going to win. I mean, I've never seen in my lifetime 
this kind of enthusiasm for an election in my entire life. I mean, I've never seen people this involved in politics um, because they're really starting to see how important this election is. But, you know, you see multiple boat parades every single weekend all over the country, rallies packed, and you compare that to, you know, Biden's really, really pathetic town halls and little meetings with, oh, they're, they're so sad. Um, and, and you just drive around on the weekends, especially this past Labor Day weekend. I mean, people just out in the street with all their Trump gear, holding out signs. I mean, there's just like impromptu, you know, rallies happening all over. And when you talk to these people, a lot of them will say, you know, I never voted before. I'm voting this time, or my family members haven't ever voted before, but they're voting this time. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable to see the momentum. And it's funny when you compare that to the polls, which are obviously lying, but you really just can't deny the crowds and the excitement behind uh, this, this, uh, this president and really the lack thereof when it comes to Biden. So um, as far as winning, yes, I 1,000% think that Trump will win. What that is based on, though, is, you know, we do have to consider the fact that we know they're going to try to steal the election with the mail-in ballots. So it's just super important that every single one of us um, gets out and votes in person. person. And so (laughs) where it's so overwhelming the, the landslide's so overwhelming there that they, even with them cheating, they still don't win. So that's the goal. That's what we're trying to make it to. So that's my, my prediction. Yeah, I totally concur on all of that. Did you see the, the Twitter said that it will label or remove unverified election result claims and will flag Trump if he claims early victory? <laughs> so- <laughs> They've been like setting the stage for this. Just so y'all know, when Trump wins on election day, it's not really a win because we still have to count mail-in ballots and it's likely going to be in favor of Biden. I mean, a kindergartner could see through that. Yeah, they're they're really trying to cover all their bases. And it's just, it's, it's one of those things where like, if you if they were to put all this energy into actual politics and actual, you know, doing something for the people, right. but instead they just put all this energy into trying to, into trying to steal shit and to try and manipulate stuff. And it's like, geez, you just, they're just working to avoid. Yeah. So I think what we might see is shortly after Trump wins, and they have no choice but to, to declare it final. I'm, I, I have no doubt that will drag out probably for a few weeks after the actual election. We're going to see all kinds of BS going on with, well, this state didn't finish their counting yet. And this one, da, 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 da. And it's going to be a bit of a battle. But once it's finalized, I think that what we might see is a press conference with some legitimate data that some of which has already come out, it's just not being covered in mainstream news on the whole virus and, you know, the realistic numbers of the false positive tests and how many have actually died strictly from COVID, allegedly, um, versus, you know, having 
at least two and a half, if not more, comorbidities that really were the cause of death. And so I think we might see some of that after. I think right now things are so crazy that, I mean, you see what they're doing right now. Now they're, they're trying to frame them up as he knew and he didn't warn the American people seriously. And even Fauci backed up Trump on that one that, you know, he was trying not to cause a panic. So that's, that's the hit story this week. You know, we get at least a half a dozen hit stories every week. And I didn't even read the one Shifty came out with this week. Mm. Uh, the other Russian push. Some new Russian thing he came out with. I can't it's, keep up. It's just, it's so <laughs> obvious now. I know. It's comical. Just like, I, just, I just ignore it because I know it's just one of those things that would just, they, they, what they do is they, they'll pick something out of a hat. It's like they have this hat of uh, things that we can push on Trump. So we're going to try that this week. We'll see if it sticks. We'll see if it hits the wall. No, no one's paying attention to that one. Shit, let's pull something else out of the hat. Mm -hmm. no, no, one's, no one's paying attention to that one. That one's not having <laughs> the effect that we have. Let's pull something else out of the hat. Right? It, it's exactly how, like, how, how it works. And, like, yeah, you have to, like, with, with this election, like, I believe he's going to win, just, like, in my heart and from what I've seen, just with the energy going around. Mm -hmm. um, I, I believe he's going to win. But just be weary of false momentum because that's the thing that kind of, uh, drives your perception down. I mean, when you see thousands and thousands of people marching for Black Lives Matters and stuff like that, it does have it does have this energy shift effect on you, where you're like, "Geez, there's a lot of people out there marching." Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people voting for the left there, right? So it does have that effect on your psyche, and it can change your opinion on stuff. But it's very it, isolated, <clears throat> and you know, the, the numbers are quite small when, you know, when compared to the population and all the cities and where this is going on, mm. which, which but, brings us to the riots. No. <laughs> but which, you know, like it, it, even the riots have that energy effect on you, you know, when you're seeing all this stuff and this pushback, but yeah. you just, you, you just got to take a step back and you got to look at it logically and you got to think about it. Um, and, you, you got to think about all 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 those businesses that they're burning down. You know who 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 are these people going to vote for? All these neighbourhoods and stuff that are getting taken over, right? Anyone that's not on some sort of dole or getting paid or something from the government and actually has you know is running their own businesses and are financially taking a hit now, mm. not just because of this COVID bullshit, but because people want to burn down their businesses and people are stopping and, them from trading. And you know what's sick. They actually have, um, oh, I was just looking at this in the middle of the night. It was a, there's like a GoFundMe page up to help fund Antifa. And it's disgusting. There should be GoFundMe pages up for all of the people whose businesses burned, you know? 100%. Mm -hmm. And they're allowing disgusting. this. GoFundMe is allowing this. Of course. Of, of, of course. The, the, the hardest pushback we have, and it's always been the case, is big tech. Most big tech companies, most of Silicon Valley are hardcore leftists. Yep. This is just it. And in the digital world, you know, when these leftists do control the media and do control the internet to, to a large portion, large degree, of course, it's going to seem like it's overwhelmingly against you. Right. 
but people have been slowly waking up and people have been fighting and back against this and, and we're seeing it now i mean i i see it more on so like i'll i'll be browsing things on on youtube and i'll find this channel with like say 15,000 17,000 that is a conservative channel but that is more pop culturally and and you're like okay all right so there is these small channels coming up fighting against the algorithm and you know our, our channel being one of them Corey's channel you know your channel being one of them yeah. Right. So these these things are coming up slowly, but it's organic at least. It's right. not manipulated. Exactly. So what do you guys think about escalations, uh, potential escalations over the next couple months um, with riots and whatnot? I've seen a lot of people saying we're going into a civil war. Everyone arm yourselves. This is going to get crazy in every single city or they're coming to your homes and all this stuff. What do you guys think? I expect for them to continue. I expect for them to continue through the election. I expect for their tactics though, to start switching up uh, because people aren't putting up with it, their usual tactics. And I've seen some reports of various things. Well, first of all, we've got these f fires out in California. I was just going to say such as arson. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and then also at some of the boat parades, there were reports of, of some boats being sunk. So various switch-ups and tactics Edge. may occur. Edge, we all know the fires are because of climate change. Okay. <laughs> I know. If I see Seriously. one more of those tweets by Obama or 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 Newsom or any of these morons, I just ugh. I also expect um, that on the day of the election, we're probably going to have some election interference, some intimidation tactics at the locations, the voting locations. So that's not meant to scare people, but just prepare for that. You know, if you see something suspicious, report it, go with a, a group or a friend or family member or whatever. It's probably better that way. But yeah, I expect that to happen probably. So I guess I'm in an, you know, optimistic mood this week. I feel like, yes, the riots are gonna continue. Their shenanigans are gonna continue. But I don't feel that there's going to be this extreme escalation that I'm seeing a lot of people stating. I feel like there are countermeasures in place that there's this, uh, for example, AG Barr just came out, it was either yesterday or the day before, they made 500 arrests in Chicago from their Operation Legend. Uh, he has deployed 1,000 federal agents to nine cities, including 400 to Chicago. So in the first five weeks of Operation Legend in Chicago, Barr said murders dropped by 50% over the, over the previous five weeks. So that's just one angle. We already know they've got FBI out there and they're, they're working on taking out some of the you know, higher tier on Antifa, BLM, and these terrorist groups, and that they've... Um, deputized some of the officers out in Oregon. And so I feel like there are actions in place and I feel that they're, they are fully aware that things are probably going to try to amp up as we get closer to the election and that they are prepared for that. So I don't think, 
I guess what I'm saying is uh, what's been going on in the cities for what months now, you know, on and off in some and consistent in others, I think we're going to continue to see to some degree, but I don't see it all of a sudden coming to every city or coming to your home. As far as the, like you were just talking with um, polling places uh, for, for, you know, voting, I think we might see a little of that in um, some of the, you know, bigger locations, bigger cities, and they're going to take and they're going to make videos and they're going to make it go viral to try to scare people away from going and voting in person. And I would say there are tons of places to go vote. There's your local library, there's your elementary school, there's, you know, every town has multiple locations you can go vote in. So I think that um, that's going to be on a smaller scale, but they're going to try to make it appear as though this is happening across the country to scare people away from going and voting in person. Yeah, I, I, I think on, on, on the, he, the heavy blue states and the heavily controlled Antifa cities, such as Portland, mm -hmm. I don't think you're going to see this die down anytime soon. I mean, that's going to continue, but that's been continuing there for months and months and months. Um, I, I, you know, areas like maybe certain places in Chicago, stuff like that, you know, just be be cautious considering they're, you know, they're, they're blue states. Um, but a, a lot of it has been uh, taken under control to, to, to a degree. I mean, like you look back on how bad it was two months ago. Now, that was some scary shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but it, it it seems to have died down. It seems like they're losing a bit of resources to continue this sort of this sort of attack. Right. But and some I, are actually being arrested and held and prosecuted and charged now instead of just catch and release. Yeah. So but I I think the worst you'll see of it, and this is just my opinion. Uh, you guys might have another one is when he wins, there might be a real big pushback. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that. Or what do you think about this whole 50 days leading up to the election at the White House? We're going to take over the White House. What do you think is going to happen in D.C. there with the wonderful mayor out there? Hmm. <laughs> the usual. What happened last time? <laughs> <laughs> the usual. Lots usual. and lots of pepper spray and rubber bullets. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You know, what's really sad about all this is that we've been watching this for so long now that you, you, you literally is, it's almost like you start to become desensitized to it a little bit. And that's sad. And that's scary, you know, cause we don't want to be in that place. Yeah. It, this, it, this needs it, to end. It's true. You, you you do lose a bit of um, a bit of humanity and a bit of emotional connection to these sort of things when you're seeing this happen every day and you're like, well, these people keep bringing it on themselves. They're doing stupid shit. They're destroying people's lives. I don't really give a shit about you anymore. Right? I don't care if you get pepper sprayed in the face. And mm -hmm. that's exactly what you're saying. You do get desensitized a little bit. And that's not a place that none of us want to be in. But you're like, well these kids just keep coming back for more. 
just like they're completely sadists, masochists. Right? They just they, they keep coming back for it. And for what? Right. Right. There was someone, who was it? There was a woman the other day who was arrested, who was like an assistant to a legislator or something. And I want to say she had been hauled in a few times. I mean, we're talking, oh, that's another thing. I just I have to bring this up. So you know how like Andy will post all the mugshots of everyone who's been arrested and released or charged. He does that pretty much on the nightly um, over in Portland there. And you look at them and there are some people that kind of surprise you, that surprise you like, like this woman I just talked about or teachers or lawyers or what have you. But for the most part, these, you look into their eyes and they just feel like lost souls. I mean, there's, yeah. there's, there's like this look and, and, and the other thing I've noticed is there are a lot of transgenders and, you know, cause what Andy will post it. And sometimes he'll even have two pictures side by side. Like this is this person a year ago and this is this person now, or, um, you know, this person was, or Denise was just arrested, which used to be David, that type of thing. And <clears throat> it, it saddens me because you guys know how much work I did on that transgender agenda report and how they were trying to intentionally confuse people and create an identity crisis. So you, because it's a way to then control them and they don't know who they are. They become, you know, very depressed. They, they, morph into this other thing and then they all of a sudden they're given this purpose you know go fight go go set buildings on fire you now have a purpose and so i just i find that interesting that we're seeing a lot of those mugshots i mean it's yeah. not surprising to me because and i'm not dissing on transgenders by any mean i know anyone who follows me knows this um it upsets me because they've actually exploited transgenders very much the same way they've exploited black people but it's it's sad because when you look in their eyes you can see i mean I talk about identity crisis it's it's like they look like lost souls and it's not because they're standing there in a mugshot, you know, cause I've seen plenty of mugshots. It's a whole different, different look in their eyes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's um, like, oh, so one person I follow Blair White, if you don't follow her, definitely follow her. She's transgender. Um, and, and that is a hundred percent transgender. She's not faking anything. She's not trying to find, you know, that, that is who she's as a person. And she does yeah. really, really good work against, um, fighting against like against the pedophile cause in itself and then right. how many times she's been called out by uh these people that you, you were saying these sort of confused you know they they label themselves as transgenders but they're really just men in dresses do you know what mm -hmm. i mean there's no there's no real transition there or deep purpose there it's more of a confusion and right she's like it, it, she calls it out all the time and it's great she's like no you're not transgender you're a man in a dress Right. There's a difference. I mean, look at me and look at you. Yeah, I, th I, I think there's something to be said about the, the way these people look for sure. Not just trans, the transgender ones, but just all of the mugshots of the people caught. You know, they just do look like the social rejects of society who've been cast out and 
uh, have been lost. And then they've found, like you were saying, Corey, they found a purpose. They found someone, a, a group of people that accept them and they have a cause now to get behind. So yeah, yeah. it's probably a lot to do with it. It's and, 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 and don't just accept them, encourage them. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Oh boy. Yeah. So. All right. Do we have time to ask a few more questions and predictions? I think so. All right. We've been going for we're going for a while. Well, you know, Trump talked about and added to his list of potential nominees for the Supreme Court this week. So I thought maybe we should do some predictions on that because <laughs> I know that's hugely important to voters, um, Supreme Court picks. And, you know, the, the list is long, so I'm not going to, you know, list them all here. But, you know, some superstars were put on that list. Uh, Tom Cotton, Ted Cruz, John, Josh Hawley. So I, got it, I wanted to hear you guys' perspective on, first of all, who do you, uh, how many do you think are going to, to vacate the seat in the next four years mm. and you know if so you know who do you think is going to be picked um if you don't have a particular name what do you think um what kind of of judge do you think trump is looking for to fill those seats and um you know do you think it'll be a big name like a ted cruz or a tom Cotton? well there's, there's there's been some uh some prophecies of the supreme court justices haven't they i forgot who did it but um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I forgot his name here. I should know it. But he said they were going to replace four. So that was interesting that four got brought up in that conversation. I always latch onto that stuff. Edge knows I love prophecy. Yeah, yep. <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. I mean, we, we all have a huge suspicion that at least one of them is going to go. And I don't know how long, how she's been around this long. But, um, you know, it seems like Ruth probably won't be around for a whole lot longer. What do you guys think? I, I would have said the same thing three years ago, so that's hard to say. But, <laughs> just, you know, oh, my goodness. Um, you know, I remember when we when he was selecting one a while back. Was it when when he put Kavanaugh in? And I thought... Um, I want to say her name was Amy. I kept Amy, feeling like he, Amy Kearney back. Okay, I kept feeling like he was going to select her. So I'm going to go with on this second go around that she would be one of them. As far as the other ones, my gosh, I'd have to look at the names. There's like 40 or 45 names on the list now. It's crazy. Yeah, I I I think she is the one that he should replace. I mean, because it's very hard to. Like, she's a Christian woman. She is, I think she's got an adopted black child. I think I've read that somewhere, right? So there's like, what are you going to attack her on? Right. It's right. like, how are you going to go at this woman, right? Yes. And she's that's... like, got, got the bases covered for like things that you really can't fight against here. That's the key thing too, is that with these superstars like a Ted Cruz, for example, um, you can see, you can imagine trying to get him... Um, approved would be mm. a nightmare. I mean, think about how Kavanaugh was. I mean, a Ted Cruz, 
uh, nominee would would be insane. It would be awesome, but I, I'm pretty sure that that's not the route that's going to happen. I don't even think Tom Cotton, though, I would love it. What do you guys think about, did you guys see how right around the same time that Trump announced that Tom Cotton uh, was on the list, he tweeted out, Roe versus Wade needs to go. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's hard too to 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 say, well, I think it's going to be this person or that person because let's face it, Ted Cruz and Tom Cotton have been in the spotlight. So we're very familiar with them. You know, I I wouldn't know a thing about most of these people on the list. Right. So. And I, th- I think that's probably what's going to end up being, you know, the first nomination is the nominee uh, is someone that's lesser known and perhaps a female speaker. Um, and or, you know, what I saw was uh, Daniel Cameron. He spoke at the RNC. I didn't know who he was, but he spoke at the RNC. So now I know who he is and he's on that list and I loved him. So. Uh, but hmm. it's it's got to be somebody I would think that has just a pristine background because you know they're going to dig up whatever they possibly can uh, to you know justify not you know not. Well, I think they're going to try and pull that with anyone he tries to put in. It's just oh, yeah, be more publicized and obnoxious with the ones that are more in the spotlight. Yep. Yeah, like I, I, I don't. My, my energy and my gut has always uh, directed me to Amy Coney Barrett for some reason. Hmm. It's just my, it's just I've, I've always been interested in, even though I've never heard much about her. For some reason, she always keeps coming up on my radar. Hmm. So, Interesting. Just how I feel about it, but. Yeah, it'll be interesting to watch if it is a, a female or a black nominee or a person of color in general. It will be interesting to watch the the Democrats try to disparage that person um, so, because of all of their, you know, identity politics. And then yeah, they have I, to just, you know, completely crush somebody. Yeah, like, it, uh, I, I just think it would be a kind of poetic mirror image to to take someone like well you know Ginsburg out with the person that's totally opposite to Ginsburg but yet is very right and leading so it's a full Christian woman is right. totally against Roe versus Wade it would be very poetic yeah very interesting so I do think that we'll see definitely one I'm thinking maybe two maybe two you know, for the next four years, two more Supreme Court justices. Can you believe that? I mean, wow. Wow. That would be fantastic. Yeah, because some presidents never got to change out any of them, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that would so, be yeah, huge. very important, very key. Hmm. Yeah. Awesome. That was actually good. <laughs> so, that what are you guys actually- working on right now? Well, we just wrapped up a recording on the Mayans. Speaker, tell her about it. Speaker, tell her about it. Jesus. What's the (laughs) reason? Speaker, 
go, go. Yeah, now we, we, we did we did a we did a good one the other day. I don't like Edge and I have big topics on what like interests us for a week and like things that we talk about between ourselves. So we we're like, we want to find out more about the Mayans. Let's dive into it. And <laughs> there's always some sort of connection with previous work that we've done. I mean, the Mayans were also very stargazing people, just like the Egyptians. Uh, they did believe in energy and transference and all that sort of stuff. So that it all kind of links back to our work. But that should be an interesting one for those that don't know many much about them. And of course, the Mayan calendar, which we think is very misrepresented or uh, extremely simplified by a lot of people in this day and age. So we dig into that a little bit. Yeah. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. I was working on a big report this week. Uh, put many, many hours into it, and I, I cannot publish it publicly. I have to send it up the ladder, so I'm a little frustrated about that. I um, can't tell you that. It's it, a secret. It would just, it would just jeopardize things, so um, certainly not for me. You know, I'm not worried about that, but the situation at hand. So <clears throat> frustrated there, but I'm working on a short article, and uh, James is actually working on an important article right now as well. So I'll have those out in the next few days too. Nice. Yeah. I know how much time you spent on that dig. That is frustrating. <laughs> so frustrating. <laughs> uh, I'm sure my subscribers will be thrilled. Well, it is what it is, you know. I mean, you I'm sure found some important stuff, just not not ready to go public with that right now. So time Hopefully to yeah, well, time to move on to some other stuff, which I'm sure there's there's an endless amount Plenty. of things. Oh, <laughs> yes. oh, yes, like getting back to my book eventually. Good grief. <laughs> yeah. All yeah, right. Wrap, it. wrap her up. Okay. That's, uh, it's, on, it's on you, Edge. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Edge. Sorry. Chop, chop. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh all right guys well thanks for joining us here on dig it with speaker myself the sharp edge and Corey lynn of Corey sticks please be sure to share this podcast we are on google play iHeartRadio, soundcloud spotify stitcher tune in and as always youtube we'll see you back next time right here on dig it bye they're having us Thank you.